0: you're listening to the auburn express what's up in war eagle war report family you got ike jones we are back with another morning drop today we are talking about matchups versus vanderbilt where do the auburn tigers potentially have some advantages and potentially some disadvantages y'all know how we do right here war report style let's drop it on them Are you now, are now, listening, now to listening to the war, Reports. war Reports. the war Drop! Morning Drop. It is Wednesday, November the Wednesday, the First, We are already in the month of November. Hopefully you all are having a good Wednesday morning. Got Ike Jones in here rolling solo, talking a little bit about Auburn versus Vanderbilt. Once again, game coming up this Saturday in Nashville. If any of you are making the trip up there, hopefully it is a safe trip for you. But let's go ahead and do the necessary. And, you know, we talk about this every single time we get into the video. We want you guys to share the video, get some more people involved in the conversation. We are live streaming in here taking your comments live so the more voices in here the better and we appreciate everybody who comes in here and talks has anybody found a vanderbilt fan uh since we last talked i don't know i haven't yeah uh like the video and Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Go ahead and give us that thumbs up. We appreciate everybody who does that. If you're out there in the podcast world, go ahead and give us a review out there. Five-star reviews are definitely appreciated. And please go ahead and share the link to the podcast so other people can hear the audio version of this just in case they want to hear me ramble for about 30 minutes while in transit in the morning. So we appreciate everybody who's listening in all the different podcast platforms that are out there. All right. Let's get into it and talk a little Vanderbilt versus Auburn football. Uh, Auburn comes into this game, as we all know, with a little bit of juice offensively. Uh, The first half versus Mississippi State looking more like the offense that Auburn fans were accustomed or had in the preseason thought that we were going to look like Jacquez Hunter had a game over 100 yards for the first time this season, Peyton Thorne efficient in his operation of the offense. We saw a little tempo out of this offense, multiple receivers, more than 10 receivers able to get receptions. So it begs the question, how can we repeat that performance, but on the road because Auburn has not been very good on the road offensively thus far this season. Uh, if you listen to me talk Monday morning on the drop here live on YouTube or Tuesday morning, yesterday morning on the podcast, if you heard me talk about the numbers about how Vanderbilt has been a team that has surrendered points on the road, this is going to be uh, a, a team that Auburn should be able to score points again. Let's make no against makes, let's make no mistake about that. This has not been a defense that has been very stingy as far as being able to keep opponents off the scoreboard. Uh, but Uh, Listen, I said the same thing about LSU. Auburn was not able to go on the road versus LSU and make that happen. I said the same thing about Ole Miss. Auburn did okay against Ole Miss, but still didn't break the 30 point mark. This is a team that, again, as I stated yesterday on the drop, you should be able to score 30 on, guys. This isn't a team that you should not be able to go on the road and score 30 against if you handle business the way that you're supposed to. Can't take them for granted. But it is a team that you should be able to do that against. So, where does Auburn have opportunities to be able to do that? Um, when you look at the numbers for what Vanderbilt is able to produce in uh, rush defense, let's take a look at that first and foremost. They are surrendering well, surrendering 174 yards per game right now against teams running. So, hundred yard performance on the ground. Uh, by Jarquez Hunter is something that you should be able to reproduce against this team. Um, 262 yards through the air is what they're surrendering currently this season. So another 200-plus-yard performance for Peyton Thorne is something that you should be able to produce this season versus this Vanderbilt team. Um, They've also, in the time of possession statistic, on average, given up the ball or had their their opponents have had the ball 32 minutes, 32 minutes and 47 seconds on average this season, uh, time of possession. So that's the kind of game that Auburn really wants to be able to play. You can be balanced versus them. Traditionally, teams have been able to be balanced versus them, and you've been able to dominate the time of possession. This is a team, once again, defensively, and from a skill standpoint, listen, we didn't hear Coach Hugh Freeze come into the press conference and talk about uh, how there was a a deficit in in talent in this game, right? I, I don't think he believes that. I don't think that anybody else believes that Vanderbilt is a more talented team than Auburn. This is a team that we match up well talent-wise against. Uh, but he did say that it's a team that scares him, right? Because Vanderbilt, it was able to, against Georgia, put up a fight Early in that game, right? If you watched the game, first drive, they were able to hit a big play, right? So so they have some big playability. They have the big play receiver there in Will Shepard. Uh, but the question for this Vanderbilt team is going to be offensively, who's going to be the quarterback? Uh, now, Ken Seals is who started the last game for them and had been starting in the absence of their starting quarterback um, who had gone down with injury. Ken Seals, the senior there. Had not been playing particularly well, but he is the more veteran quarterback and is the better passer as opposed to Walter Taylor, who came in in backup duty. Now, Walter Taylor, let's talk about him for a second. And I mentioned him a little bit yesterday. He's the dual threat guy. He's the guy that I think is. I actually liken this game a lot to what we saw in Auburn versus Cal. Uh, where Auburn, in my opinion, is the better football team from a talent perspective. On paper, better football team uh, was better than that Cal team, is better than this Vanderbilt team uh, from a talent perspective. But they have a few places, uh, An injury has decimated. Let's, let's be clear about this. Inj- injuries hit that Vanderbilt defense pretty hard. They have uh, some talented guys in that secondary who've been up and down this season as far as their uh, health is concerned. Uh, So they have some things on that defensive side, again, making the analogy with the Cal game where they've got some defenders that are talented on that team. They lack depth, right? So they're not going to be able to rotate guys, which which is why I think tempo. Is gonna be a thing that you have to be able, you got to you be able to push the gas against this Vanderbilt team. Ole Miss was able to run the ball pretty effectively early in the game with Tempo versus Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt made some adjustments at halftime. Clark Lee, really excellent football coach. Um, able to make some adjustments and and slow them down a little bit from a tempo perspective, uh, be able to fit the run gaps a little bit better later in that game versus um Ole Miss in their previous game. That's who they played in their last game on the road. But uh, so you should be able to run tempo against it. But they have some talented defenders. Again, going back to my analog between them and Cal, because I think Cal has some talented guys on defense. Um, But also similar to Cal, they've got this two quarterback situation that they've got to figure out right now because of both injury and play. Right. Because the starter went down and uh, Seals is now in there playing and you don't know whether or not your starter's going to come back from injury, and you don't know whether or not they're going to go back to the senior. And Walter Taylor looks like he's going to be the guy for them. I'm not sure, you know, again, whether or not uh, A.J. Swan is going to be healthy and ready to go in this game. If he is, that poses a different challenge because he, in my opinion – well, not in my opinion, in the coach's opinion, he's who started the season for them, is the best talent that they have at quarterback, uh, especially kind of in, in a in a dual-threat purpose where they can run the ball and throw it with him. So if A.J. Swan is able to come back in this game, it's going to be a different thing. But Michael Taylor, the guy who I really want to hit on here – um. He is a, a big guy, right? He He's a big quarterback, able to uh, uh, run the ball effectively. They did a lot of RPO stuff. Not really RPO. They really were running read option. It, there weren't a lot of passes on that. It was more so. They, they ran some RPO, but it was a lot of read option stuff. It's going to be similar. And again, why I keep going back to this Cal game is if they're going to have One quarterback available, whether that is a healthy A.J. Swan or a senior Ken Seals that is going to be more like the uh, Cal situation where you've got a quarterback that's in there, not particularly like the most dangerous quarterback in the world, but you got to look out for him a little bit more with his ability to throw the ball. And you have a more dual threat quarterback that's there. That's really an athlete. Uh, a a more athletic guy at the position who's able to run a bigger kid who poses a really a a serious run threat. Listen, he uh, gave Ole Miss some problems in the read option game. He was able to get downhill on some of those quarterback dives that you see with the read option speed sweep and then he gets downhill against you. Um, he, he's really effective with his ability to kind of handle the mesh point and and and, and navigate what you're doing and, and reading correctly of whether it's a give or a keep. He does it really well. Not as good a thrower. Uh, I think he was, if I'm looking at this correctly, three for seven. Um, no, excuse me, that was Seal's uh, stat line uh, in that game. He came out three for seven. But uh, Taylor... Not the the most dynamic of throwers in the world. I didn't see anything on tape. I watched a little bit more of this game versus Ole Miss. Actually, I watched the entirety of that game versus Ole Miss. uh, Finally able to do that. And we'll have some film on that later this week. But I didn't see anything from him that made me say, oh, wow, this kid. He's got a big arm, but not particularly accurate throwing into tight windows. Uh, So, I am looking forward to seeing kind of which of these guys they put out there on the field and how Auburn's able to handle a a mobile quarterback for a second week in a row, if that's the direction that Vanderbilt's going to have to go. Did an admirable job against Mike Wright when they were looking to shut him down. I loved being able to play Eugene Asante in that spiral. It's something that I thought that we would do. Uh, Eugene Asante has been hampered this week. Uh, Noted that he was in a non-contact jersey. So he had some issue going on with, I think, one of his arms uh, in a sling during practice. It was noted uh, during this week during practice. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. So if it's not going to be Eugene Asante in uh, primary duty, the other guy that I'm looking at from an Auburn perspective to step up and be able to handle playing the spy role, because uh, though the, the Walter Taylor guy is an athlete, I don't think he's as fast as Mike Wright is. I think Mike Wright is more of a speed guy, Walter Taylor, fast, but um, uh, not as, as quick, I think, as Mike Wright. So the guy who I'd be looking at to step up in that role and be able to kind of uh, supplement as the spy is going to be Cam Riley, actually, because I think Cam Riley is, from a size perspective – a, a good analog to what you have there in Walter Taylor. So if Walter Taylor is going to be the player, I'd expect Cam Riley to be the guy that they utilize in spy duty, which means Cam Riley's going to have to have another good performance against the run. Like he did against Mississippi state. Um, he is the, the taller, faster, more athletic guy. And I think from A coverage standpoint if you're going to want to cover running backs out of the backfield you're not going to want to use cam Riley in that situation Uh, you're going to want to use and the other guy, uh, uh, and let me not look past him would be uh, utilizing. Name is escaping my mind. Number six right here, transfer from Ole Miss last year. Anyway, you guys know who I'm talking about. Would be the other uh, opportunity, I think. Austin Keys uh, would be the other guy that I would look to, to step supplement and be a little bit of that spy duty. But I think Austin Keys, Larry Nixon are going to be rotating, being more of the guys that you'd want to put in coverage versus a running back or tight end. And you'd want to have Cam Riley being more focused on being downhill and then spy duty versus the quarterback if Eugene Asante is not going to be in there or he's going to be rotating snaps more often due to the injury to his elbow. So I would look for Cam Riley to be the guy that needs to step up and be able to play that. So hopefully he'll be in a position to do that. Again, I I just don't – Cam Riley's not great in coverage. We've seen him drop a couple of interceptions that were right there in his hands. But he is more effective as a rusher, and I think that he works well if he's able to just kind of have a – actually very similar to Asante. I think Asante is is a better sideline to sideline, but I like it when you have Eugene Asante and you're like, hey, this is your, your, your goal here. Go hunt, right? Let him go hunt. I think Cam Riley would be better in that type of situation. Played the run effectively in this last game, looking for him to stack another game where he's being effective against the run, particularly against the run threat at quarterback. So look out for that. That's, listen, that's just a thought that I have. I haven't talked to any defensive staff or anything like that, but hopefully we'll get an opportunity to see him do that in this game. And again, stack another effective game against the run for him in this one. Um, The other situation where I what Auburn or Auburn's going to have to be focused on is against one of the more dynamic wide receivers in this conference. And that's Will Shepard. Will Shepard is a guy who they're going to want to get involved. They move him around a lot. So you're not really, I don't think Auburn's going to take in a a guy and have him travel with Will Shepard and say, Hey, you're going to lock him down this game and let everybody else get to it. They could, because we have seen DJ James travel a little bit more, across formations in this he hasn't just been you know the corner to one side and then they have the corner to the opposite side. They've been moving him around letting him play a little bit in the slot. So they could just say, hey, listen, DJ lock him up or uh but but I don't expect that to be the case. I think they're gonna try to um, allow wherever he's lined up to be the guy. So I expect Vanderbilt to try to figure out is there an opportunity for Will Shepard to have some sort of matchup situation against maybe a safety. And so they're going to try to line him up against a safety. So look for Auburn to, if they do line him up in the slot and put him against a safety. Uh, Keontae Scott in that responsibility Or even because we've seen Them rotate and put Scott deeper and then Have Donovan Kaufman deep have a guy like Simp be able to cover him in the slot so uh, That's going to be an interesting matchup Of how coach Ron Roberts And um, this Defensive staff decide to handle The problem that is Will Shepard. because be Clear he is a problem he is again uh, One of the better Wide receivers in the conference now How effective he's going to Be in this game don't know Will Shepard did leave the game early as well with an injury versus Ole Miss, right? So um, I have not seen an injury report that says whether or not he's definitely going to play, definitely not. But Will Shepard, make no mistake, is one of the better wide receivers in the country, not just in the conference. So he's going to be somebody that Auburn's going to have to scheme against to make sure that they have a plan to keep the ball out of his hands. All right. Um, That's enough of me rambling. I want to hear what you guys are thinking about this Vanderbilt. What are the keys in the matchups for Auburn in this game? Um, I think that Auburn has an advantage to be able to run the football in this game. I think that Auburn has the ability to push pace in this game. I think that Auburn is going to have to figure out how to deal with the running quarterback if that's going to be the guy that they're going to be playing and what's going to be the way they deal with Will Shepard. One more thing before I get to you guys' comments is – the running backs for Vanderbilt with the emergence of Walter Taylor were able to get loose and and run a little bit better as well because you have to play a little bit more even in in your your formations against the run. It evens up the run game for him a little bit. Those running backs were able to get loose second half versus Ole Miss. So uh, I'm, I'm looking to see how our defensive line continues to Play better against the run because we've had some moments where the run fits have not been exactly what they needed to be between our front seven just hasn't been where they need to be um, in their rotations and their gap integrity. So are we going to have penetration? That's going to be the key thing. Uh, a guy like Marcus Harris, who was dinged up in this last game, Coach Free said, should be okay. Okay, is going to be a guy that's going to have to play big minutes for you again in this game. Uh, I liked what I saw from Zeke Walker and his ability to be uh, against the run and just really disruptive uh, on the opposite line of the, up side of the line of scrimmage. But are there going to be some other guys that are going to get rotated in there and get an opportunity to be disruptive? Jason Jones, need to see a big day from Jason Jones in this game. I think he's going to have some opportunities in this game to rotate in and play some situations. Some significant minutes need to see his name flash a little bit more on that stat sheet as far as his ability to stop the run in this game and be disruptive against what they're going to be trying to do. Uh, So again, That's enough of me talking. I want to hear what you guys think about all of these things versus Vanderbilt. What are your thoughts on ways that Auburn can be effective and where are the key matchups? War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by. Become a member and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Drop. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. drop. The great people of the war Report family are in here today and we appreciate you all for dropping in with us this morning. Let's take a look at what some of you all are talking about here in the comment section. Uh, Got a comment here from Really Cozy. He says, does the offense build off of last week and play better? That is the sincere hope of myself and I think every Auburn fan is that we build off of the successes from last week. I think that we're in a portion of our schedule right now where Auburn is playing some defenses that they can take advantage of, some things that they want to be able to do. And, uh, you know, Coach Freeze has been very judicious in his use of tempo and really kind of, I think really throttling down the offense so that we can get into high gear versus these teams that we should be able to, uh, to beat. Uh, So I think we're going to start to see more of what they really want to do from coach freeze and coach Montgomery, and even Peyton Thorne at quarterback Uh, more tempo and building on our ability to do that stuff. Listen, um, Vanderbilt's not going to be a team that hasn't seen tempo. They've seen tempo from the best teams, spread offenses from the best teams in this conference, right? They've already played Georgia. They've already played LSU. They've already played Ole Miss. Uh, So they've had some experience playing teams that are going to play a very similar brand of football to what we want to do here. They've played Missouri already. They've played all of the spread and tempo teams that this conference has, uh, the multiple offensive teams that, that, this conference has to provide. So this is not going to be, this is going to be old hat for them, right? They, this is going to be another opportunity for them to play a team that's going to be playing a brand of football that they've seen before. So Auburn's going to have to come out here and execute well to make this happen because Vanderbilt's seen it all. They played Florida, right? Every team that they have played against has some sort of spread offense and, and they've seen different ways that teams want to approach them, which is a good thing for Auburn. They've got a lot of tape on how teams have been effective in the spread. But again, Vanderbilt's had a lot of opportunities to see this stuff. That is going to be the question. Can Auburn's offense build off of what we did last week and be even more effective against the team on the road? And that's really the big key for Auburn this year has been the road has not been kind to them. Can they do it on the road? Jordan Hare, been okay at home, right? You've scored on everybody at home. Can you go on the road and go out there against a team that you should be able to execute against and execute well? Listen, no disrespect to Vanderbilt, but it's true. They're still in the construction zone. I heard the coach say it earlier this week. So, not going to be the most intimidating environment in the world. This isn't walking in the Death Valley at night versus LSU. This isn't traveling across the country to Cal, right? This is going to Vanderbilt in a a, a school that really doesn't have, like, a huge football tradition. Um, you're going to have a lot of Auburn fans who are going to make the trip, this should be as most hospitable a road environment as you have walked into this season. This is not the time to go out there and lay an egg, man. Don't come out here lackluster. Come out here, do what you need to do first half, and get out on these boys early, and then let's not coast to victory this time. Let's get into the second half and show that we've got a little bit more left in the tank and go ahead and put them away. That's what I want to be able to see, and hopefully that is what the Auburn family is going to see all right another one here from really cozy interesting question why don't they why won't they put Batty at punt returner i like coy back there i just don't feel he has enough speed to get loose um Bat-T has not been somebody who's ever been a punt returner he's always been a kickoff guy and uh i think that they want to kind of stick with guys uh who have done it before Koy Moore's done it before. Donovan Kaufman's another guy who's done it before. Um, uh, Var's a guy who's done it before. Var coming back from injury, is probably um, other than Keontae Scott, right? Keontae Scott's the primary guy. I think Var is the second secondary guy that they really want to be back there at punt returner because he's got more of the kind of quickness, suddenness to him, and he's done the punt return duties before. Uh, But I just I I don't think that it's something that he's comfortable doing or has done uh, very much really since high school. Uh, So that's probably the reason that he has not had the opportunity to do that. So we'll see. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, Riley M jumps in and says, I want to see consistency from Peyton Thorne. Keep the tempo so we can get in the groove. We do that. We're dropping 45 plus on him. Riley out here saying we're going to drop big numbers on him if we can keep the tempo going. Listen, I don't disagree that Auburn, there's there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to do that. I do expect to see this might be the highest tempo game uh, the highest use of tempo in the game that we've seen thus far from Auburn. If we get out here and we get a first down, I I expect this team to really apply pressure, put the 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 gas pedal, uh, the, the pedal to the middle on the gas there and really push tempo against this team because they want to get into uh, really a, a tempo run game is really what I expect to see. I expect to see a lot of, you know, first down and then get there, huddle up, hand the ball off quickly and try to pick up four or five yards. If the, if the read says to do that, but I expect to see a lot of just get over the ball and push tempo and get in this game to really try to get to Vanderbilt's rotation early, get them rotating early, get the the less experienced guys out there on their defensive line and really see what these guys have. Um, What I expect to see even more is you get them out there and you let them sub one time and get into their secondary unit of defensive linemen guys and then really push tempo on the run. I expect to see that in this game, but I do want to see some consistency out of Peyton Thorne as well. Um, Same thing that Chris S. is saying here, no backward steps for Peyton this week. Don't need to see Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on the planes. Definitely want to be able to see – Peyton Thorne, take that step on the road. He has not played well on the road. Uh, Didn't mention Texas A&M as one of those road games where Auburn's offense didn't show up. But listen, Peyton Thorne did not have, he had an uneven performance against Cal. The late uh, drive against Cal was a little bit better. Uh, He was able to have the one drive after the turnover where we were able to get the touchdown to Jay Fair. Uh, But outside of those really two drives, Peyton Thorne wasn't particularly great in that game. He was okay, not great. Um, had the the interception that he threw and then the, the phantom fumble situation on the first drive. Don't need to see any of that stuff. Texas A&M did not have a good game versus Texas A&M. He was overthrowing receivers in that game. He was kind of not really checking his reads particularly well, wasn't able to get the ball out of his hands to open receivers. Did not have a good Texas A&M game. And then you move forward and go to LSU, And the entire offense really just the entire team didn't play well versus LSU need to see a good road performance because make no mistake, as as bad as the record is for Arkansas, Arkansas is a more talented team than again, no disrespect to Mississippi State or Vanderbilt more talented team than both of those teams, in my opinion, and a more hostile road environment, you need to see the proverbial ball go through the hoop on the road. Have your offense get some confidence versus Vanderbilt. This is why I want to see two halves of very confident football from Auburn um, because I think you need to be able to see that to get your confidence up on the road against, in my opinion, a a more talented Arkansas team and a more treacherous road environment walking in there to Fayetteville. Uh, Derek Anderson in here says, PT has the best game of his career. Feel the bug. Hey, I'd love to see it. Best game of his career means like we got to go back to Michigan State days and see how he played against some teams up there in the Big Ten. I want to see a big performance from Peyton Thorne because if he's going to be the guy we're rolling with and he's going to play like he did versus Mississippi State, then there's no reason that he can't do that exact same thing plus some versus this Vanderbilt team. I actually think that Peyton Thorne, should have an opportunity to get some, some more yards on the ground in this game. I think Vanderbilt's going to be very committed to stopping this bevy of running backs. Uh, Damari Austin, another game or another week Uh, having g- gotten some contact in that last game, should be able to have an opportunity to come in here. We didn't see a lot of rotation in of Brian Batty in this game. We should see him in this game a little bit more. I expect the Auburn run game to be revved up in this one. We're going to get an opportunity to really get this run game going in this game. And I want to see Peyton Thorne even be able to get in there on some of those keeps in the RPO situation, picking up some first downs. I think he should have some opportunities again, this Vanderbilt team very feisty and they're going to come out there with their hair on fire. This is senior day for them. This is homecoming for them. This is the last home game of the year. Last game in this uh, in Nashville for some of these guys, they're going to be coming out here ready to, to get it revved up. Auburn should be, it needs to meet the intensity of what that team is going to bring early and squash all of that. And let's get out here and handle business early against it. Super chat here from really cozy who says, I want to thank the war rapport for all that all you guys do. Y'all are awesome man war Eagle. Thank you so much for the super chat. And thank you so much for the recognition. We're working hard over here at the war Report, And we appreciate those of you who appreciate us and continue to do the things, uh, that, uh, that we continue to do the things that we do because you guys do the things that you do to help support us. Um, James Barnett asked the question, has anybody seen the caddy speech yet? If you haven't, that is out there on Twitter. I think we retweeted that from the War Report account. Auburn put that out, and it was an amazing speech. Listen, man, Cadillac is – he's Auburn man through and through, um, and he's consistent with his message of we have to play for one another uh, let's go out here and serve one another on the football field, and 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 link arms to go out here and do it together as a unit. Those young men uh, were able to respond to that message very effectively versus Mississippi State. Look forward to them doing something similar versus Vanderbilt. I don't, you know, know whether or not they're going to buy into uh, the whole disrespect of it being a homecoming game and all that sort of thing. Uh, you know, again, I don't think Vandy. After looking back at it, I don't think that Vanderbilt meant it as any disrespect. But hey, listen, whatever you need to find a chip on your shoulder, go out here and 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 do the deed. Do it. Go out there and make it happen, man. So if that's what you need to get yourself in that situation, um, then do that. So hopefully that uh will we'll pay some dividends for them. I'm looking forward to seeing how this team responds on the road. They need to take it as a challenge. They've not played well on the road. Let's go out here and change the narrative. We're talking about flipping the script. That's been the, the whole thing for the entire off season. Flipped it. You have an opportunity to flip the script on your own chapters that you've written so far this season. The narrative right now is that Auburn can't play well on the road. The offense doesn't travel for Auburn. Let's flip the script on that in this game. That needs to be the message for all of the young men in that locker room is that, hey, man, people are saying that we're not going to be able to handle business on the road. Today is the day that we change that narrative. Hopefully, Auburn is ready to do that and make some people believe that they're able to do that and change what's going to be the thought process going in um, to that Arkansas game. But this is where it's got to start right here versus Vanderbilt. All right. That's it, man. Enough of me talking and, and, and talking your ear off. We appreciate everybody for continuing to support the World Report. We are gonna get out of here. Make sure you share the video before you get out of here. Hit that thumbs up on the video. If you're over there in podcast land, go ahead and give us a review and share the podcast. Until the next time, and as always, worry. DROP! DROP!